Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. Today, we're going to talk about teething, the top seven homeopathic remedies. Now, so teething, some babies are born with their first teeth. Others start teething before they're four months old and some after 12 months. I know when I was a baby, my mom said I was running around with a head full of hair and I had no teeth. I just had this big gummy smile. So some babies are different. Some start teething at four months, some at 12 months, but most babies start teething around six months. And, and baby teeth sometimes emerge with no pain, as I said, or no discomfort at all. Some kids are fine with it. But some kids aren't. Some babies and children, small children aren't. So some of the signs of the teething, often is the gum is sore and red when the tooth is coming through. They can have sometimes a mild temperature. They feel hot. So you might take the temperatures around 38 degrees. They have one flushed cheek here on one side or the other side or kind of a rash on the face. Can be rubbing their ear, pulling at their ear, rubbing their ear dribbling more than usual that was a big keynote i know my kids they would dribble more than usual and the gnawing and chewing on things like trying to just chew on anything and they're more fretful than usual and that's one of the biggest signs they're not themselves they're out of sorts and they're not sleeping very well so they can be quite a little bit irritable grumpy they can't settle you know there's something going on there So some tips for helping teething is people use teething rings, which the babies consume with their gums safely. And often they can be cooled in the fridge, which may really help soothe the gums, especially if they're better for cold. And we'll see some remedies are better for cold, some remedies are better for warm. And never put a teething ring in the freezer as it could damage your baby's gums if it gets frozen. So you've got to be careful if it's too frozen. So just cool, which will give relief for it. Other signs of teething they say is they're starting to chew in their fingers or their toys, anything they get hold of in the mouth and they're trying to chew on it with their gums. So if your baby's six months or older, you can give them healthy things to chew on, such as raw fruit, vegetables, soft fruit like melon can soothe the gums. Also try to give them a bit of crusty bread or a breadstick so they can gnaw on it, but always watch obviously when the baby's eating in case they choke. And then, or a cold spoon, put a cold spoon, a metal spoon in the fridge, at least 15 minutes and let them chew on that as well. Or you can also rub your fingers on the gums and often that can can bring relief as well. So what are the order of the teeth coming through? Now, this is a really interesting thing to know if you don't know. So this is a sort of a rough guide. So often the bottom incisors, the bottom front teeth, they come first, are usually around five to seven months. Then the top incisors, the top front teeth, tend to come through at six to eight months. The top lateral incisors, which is either side of the top teeth, these come through around nine to 11 months. The bottom lateral incisors, which is either side of the bottom teeth, they come through 10 to 12 months. First molars, the back teeth, come through around 12 to 16 months. The canines, they come through around 6 to 16 to 20 months. The second molars, these come through around 20 to 30 months. And most children have all their milk teeth by the time they're two and a half years old. So normally they've all come in at that point. But again, you know, kids can be different. So some kids we'll talk about will have delayed, delayed teething. Some kids will be fine with it as well. And some kids just regular as clockwork and they come at the right time. So let's look at some homeopathic remedies. Now, this again, this is not going to be in any particular order, okay? Just follow a sequence. 
So the first remedy you can think of, especially is belladonna, where there's heat and redness of the gums and intense pain in teething. Now, both cheeks can be red, dry, and burning hot. Now, remember this with belladonna in the other videos we looked at. It's always that red, dry, burning heat, hot. It can feel like it radiates from the child. Often, the fever can have a fever, a high fever, when they have glassy eyes and dilated pupils, but they don't have a thirst. So you'll want to give them a drink, but they don't want to, they don't want to drink. And these pains suddenly come very fast, very intense, very sudden pains, especially when they're cutting the lower teeth. And often with belladonna, it can be worse on the right side. But I would say, you know, that's something that can confirm the remedy. But I would say you don't necessarily need to have that. They're very sensitive to touch. All senses are acute. Okay, so the whole thing with belladonna is all their senses are really, really acute. They're worse at night, worse for eating, worse touch, worse jarring. That's a real keynote for belladonna. Jarring, if, suddenly, uh, if they suddenly move suddenly. Better biting on something, so they feel better biting on something. But again, that can be a common symptom with teething children. So you're looking at some of those keynotes, as we talked about keynotes. If you had to play a song and you play three keys, you would recognize that song, three notes, and you recognize the same with homeopathy. So heat, redness, intense pain, red, dry, burning hot, can have a fever often without thirst, fast, intense, sudden symptoms, but also they can go just as quickly. So remember, Belladon is like a storm. It comes in quickly and can, can go out just as quick. Okay. So it can just suddenly come on. So that's belladonna. The next remedy, probably the number one remedy for teething, I'm sure you've you've used this if you've ever prescribed for people, is chamomilla. Okay, so chamomilla, and here's this picture is a perfect chamomilla child picture. So chamomilla, very highly emotional, very oversensitive, temperamental, irritable, nothing pleases them. The pain is unendurable, intolerable, and they become very angry with the pain. They toss about, they don't know what they want. You give them something, they don't want it, they want that, then they don't want it. They can throw themselves on the floor. Like I said, they ask for something, then they throw it away. Really frustrating having a chamomilla baby or teething because it is so, there's just, you can't do anything for them. With chamomilla, one cheek is red, the other cheek can be pale. So wherever the tooth is coming through, that cheek will be red. The other's pale. You'll see, you'll see them. It's quite a contrast. And often with chamomilla, they can have diarrhea. Again, some children will have earaches, diarrhea with their teething. I think it's part of the process personally because it's about transition. When you're cutting your teeth, it's a transition. It's an important transition point of transition for the child and part of their development. But with the diarrhea with chamomilla, it can look like green grass or it can look like chopped eggs and spinach, like it's got little flecks of spinach in it. And it can also smell of eggs as well. It can smell a bit sulfury. But that's a common thing with chamomilla. Better for being carried. But with chamomilla, better for being carried fast. They want you to move fast. None of this slow business. They want to move fast with them. Or they like to be rocked, you know, quite vigorously rocked. So it soothes them. It soothes the nervous system. Again, the whole nervous system is on edge. Better for cold applications. So better for anything cold onto those gums. Better for, as we said about a, a teething ring or something that's cold, a cold spoon. They feel better for that. There's relief. Worse for being touched. Worse for being looked at. So you can just look at a chamomilla child and they're like, start screaming because you're looking at them. So often worse at 9 p.m., 9 p.m. to midnight. That's the worst time often they be. They can be aggravated or the teething can be worse. Worse being cold, like physically cold. Worse for warm drinks. 
So better for cold, worse for any warm drinks if they have warm drinks. But they are thirsty for cold drinks, okay? Now with chamomilla, as I said, you'll often find the parents are at their wit's end because the child is driving them insane. They don't. There's nothing that will help them and they don't know what to do. They feel very sort of like that they feel helpless that the parents because they like said you try to help the child, give them something what they want, but they don't want it, throw it away. This is chamomilla. Very angry, very oversensitive, tosses about, don't know what they want. Like I said, one cheek red with the pale and can have diarrhea, worse 9 p.m. to midnight. But so this is one of the number one remedies for chamomilla. And the thing with you give the remedy like this, honestly, within, I've seen it within seconds or within a minute, the child, the whole system just calms down and they can calm down. And often with children, particularly, you give them a homeopathic remedy, they all often fall asleep. And this is a good sign. This is showing that they're healing. This is a really good sign when they fall asleep. So you've got to have your chamomilla. And in fact, you can buy things called teething granules a lot of the time over the counter, health food stores. Uh, and often teething granules, what they contain is chamomilla, okay? But there is other remedies. So it's not the only remedy. So if chamomilla doesn't work, there is other remedies. Next remedy, calcar. Now, this is a good remedy for children with slow or difficult teething, where the teeth aren't coming through or they're very slow. And generally with calcarb, everything's quite slow. So even their development, they're slow to walk, to talk, including their teething. They can make chewing motions and press the gums together. You see them pressing them together, again, just to give some kind of relief. And they're often quite shy as babies, quite reserved in new situations, and often will play quite independently without any fuss. You know, they'll be, they'll be doing things, but they don't need anybody else. But they can sweat easily, particularly on the back of their head. So a cow car baby, you get them up at night, and they're all soaking wet on the back of the head here. Can leave the pillow quite wet, but there's a sour smell. Okay, there's a real sour smell with cow carb. So again, they could be teething, they could be sweating quite a lot, and it'll be a sour smell. Often as well, cow carb will have nightmares around the teething or night terrors. And you know the difference between a terror and a nightmare. Nightmares can they can be really upset, but with a terror, they're in fright, they're in terror. And often calcar babies as constitutions can go into things like belladonna or pulsatilla as well. That can be the acute. Now, as you can see, this is a really calcar baby. Quite chunky, solid, have a big appetite. They love dairy, but again, they can have real, they can have diarrhea, a bit like chamomilla, but this is now more sour smelling when they're teething. Doesn't look like chopped eggs or spinach, just very sour, this sour smell of the diarrhea. They can be worse open air, Worse digesting milk, they can throw it back up again. Worse any hot food, better for cold drinks, okay? And they can have, again, thirst for cold drinks. You can give chamomilla, so you can give chamomilla, and this is a really good tip. So you can give chamomilla every time they teeth, and it really helps, but every time they teeth, they still have a problem, and you have to give chamomilla again. Well, sometimes it's good to give them a dose of calc carb as a chronic remedy, okay? So if the chamomilla keeps coming, teething keeps coming up, after every time they cut a teeth, they go into a chamomilla state, they may need a deeper acting remedy, like calc carb, a couple of doses of a say a 30C, and you'll find they won't go into the chamomilla state again. So this is a that's a really good tip to know. Next remedy, calc phos. So remember calc phos, calc carb. The, the, this is calcium. Okay, this is calcium element to it. And calc phos, and again, this is a really good picture of a calc phos. So this is a good remedy for development again in children and bones and teeth. The remedy calc phos. Now you can you can buy calc phos as a tissue salt or cell salt, or give it in a homeopathic remedy potency. 
but it's really good for the bones and the teeth. This is really good for young children, babies, but also for teenagers. It's great remedy for teenagers. Again, any form of development is when they're growing, like I said, the body's growing. Calfos is a really good remedy for that. But again, this is good for slow and difficult teething or where teething that's delayed. And the issue that calcfos has not quite got the vitality to push the teeth through the gums, okay? But it's also a good remedy for teeth that decay early in children. So often if they decay early, the good remedy to take is calcfos. Now with calcfos, they can have swollen glands. And again, they can sweat at the back of the head. That's a calcarea element to them. And it also sweat on the face. But often the glands can be swollen with calcfos. And they want to be nursed all the time and they cry a lot and they moan a lot and they moan in the sleep as well with calcfos. So this want to be nursed all the time, but they will still moan and cry. And again, they have an intolerance of milk, even mother's milk. But the thing about calcfos is they have poor assimilation. They can't assimilate any nutrients. So they can look quite thin, can look quite undernourished. Opposite to calcarb, where they're quite stocky and they've got a really good appetite and they really do like their food. So that's the difference with calcfos. Just a little tip when they get to teenagers, calcfos, it's good for Osgood Slatter's disease or growing pains, but also great for teenagers because they get bored easily. They always say I'm bored, I'm bored, but that's for teenagers. We'll do that on another session. But great remedy for teething. Next remedy is magfos. So magfos, again, it can be a cell salt or you can give it in homeopathic potency. So this is like chamomilla, hypersensitive to pain. They'll be shouting and screaming with the pain because they're, they're so in pain. Very restless, a lot of nervousness with weeping and sobbing, despair and anxiety as well. They're very anxious with the pain and they get a fear of being touched. They don't want you anywhere near them. But the thing about the pain is it absolutely exhausts them. So they're exhausted with the pain okay absolutely exhausted with the pain the better for heat better for warmth now this is the keynote for magfos better for heat better for warmth better for hot warm applications better for hard pressure so you'll see them really biting onto something or even your finger are really biting them because it's better for hard pressure and better if you rub the gums that they feel better for rubbing Worse cold. Now, this is a big, big uh, sort of keynote. Again, the worst for any cold. Worse for cold water. Again, opposite to being better for heat. This is how you differentiate between them. Worse at night. Worse light touch. They get irritable about hard. So they press it hard or they press down hard. They're better for. Worse for any motion. So they like being carried around. Worse for cold air. But again, little tip. If chamomilla doesn't work, try this remedy. Go on to Magfos. These are very high energy states and again, very high sensitive to pain. It's You can also, some people often say, put this in warm water, the remedy, and let the child sort of drink a little bit of it. People, some homeopaths say it's better in warm water. It works if you give it as a remedy or in warm water, but a really good remedy to know. We couldn't mention teething without this remedy, pulsatilla. Okay, now pulsatilla can often have teething, but also with a bland, yellowy, green nasal discharge. So they're streaming it every time they teeth, they've got this bland, nasal, greeny, yellow discharge, and they're very weepy. Typical picture of pulsatilla, very weepy, very tearful, very clingy, whinging and whining, and they want to be held. So again, you can see this child here doesn't look in a particular great mood, but it's being held and it's being carried. But the opposite to chamomilla, where chamomilla wants to be carried quite fast and move quite vigorously, pulsatilla wants to be carried slowly. 
Okay, but they want this one to be carried everywhere. You can't put them down. As soon as you put them down, they'll look at you and the lip will go, don't abandon me. Those eyes, the tears will come. It's like you've abandoned them. They feel forsaken. So you pick them back up again and you want to pick them back up and you just want to hug them and hold them because they, they look so forlorn. Whereas it's the opposite of chamomile. With chamomile, it's like, take this child away from me now and, <laughs> and I need a break. Pulsella, you want to look after them. You want to hug them. You know, and they feel better for that. Very thirstless, so they don't want anything to drink. Worse for stuffy rooms, keynote of Pulsatilla. Worse twilight or after sunset. It makes the teething can be worse or the pain can be worse or they can be worse than themselves. And worse heat of the bed. Better for open air. Better for cold applications. Get in the mouth or you may want to put some on the head. Better slow motion. Just being carried gently around. Very going to be very gentle, Pulsatilla. Remember, Pulsatilla is a windflower, very delicate, wants to be looked after. Better for being carried, better for consolation. So they are better for being consoled. It's a big keynote for the Pulsatilla baby. Complete opposite, as we said, to Camomilla. But a calcarb child can go into a Pulsatilla state. Calcarb can go, obviously, into a Belladonna state, as I mentioned previously. So the last remedy to talk about is ABC. This is a combination remedy. So it's a combination of aconite, Belladonna, Camomilla. So this is really good for sudden, intense teething pains where there's no clear picture. You may be thinking, I don't know what to give. It looks like, it looks like Camomilla. It looks like Magfast. Actually, it's got a bit of feel. It looks like Belladonna. And you don't know what to give. Then you can get this combination from the homeopathic pharmacies or from the health food stores. And then they sell it now. It's called ABC. And you can give, this is sort of like the middle of the night scenario. You're in the middle of the night. You don't know what to give, which remedy. Give them a dose of ABC and you'll find it really, really helps. And once the pain is subsided, you get a clear remedy of which picture to now give. So you may give them the, this ABC, the screaming, the crying, some of the voice of waking up. You don't know what to give. You give them ABC and they calm right down. And then they just want to be cuddled. And then this, they may start with this like, discharge that's coming out of the nose, greeny yellow. What remedy? then would give them Pulsatilla. So it's just a really good middle of the night remedy. Have it with you when to give it. We mentioned this when we did earaches. It's a great remedy for those scenarios. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that was useful. Talk to you those seven top remedies. So we talked about uh, Belladonna. We talked about Camomilla, Calcarb, Calcfoss. We talked about Pulsatilla. We talked about Magfoss and we talked about ABC. So as I always say, use these remedies, try them out. People ask what potency. I'd say, again, 6C, which you can get over the counter of the remedy, or 30C. You often find 30Cs will work just as well as 6Cs. It's about getting the right remedy. And you can give it, you know, every hour, every couple of hours for three or four doses until they're better. And you'll know when they've shifted. You know when they're better. Again, look out for when they will fall asleep. And often they fall asleep, they wake up and they're a lot better mood. And often things have shifted on. Remember, the remedies are like keys to a lock. They're stimulating the vital force, as we say in homeopathy, or the prana or Ayurveda, or the chi of Chinese medicine. All that healing wisdom is within, within us. But sometimes the body just needs a little push, a little key, just to stimulate it, and it knows what to do. So look out for those keynotes, those characteristic symptoms. As I always say, you need a three-legged stool, some three major keynote characteristic symptoms in order to prescribe. And you should see the difference within a couple of hours if it's the right remedy, okay? If it persists and, you know, 
that you can't seem to shift it. Or we say, go and see a qualified practitioner because that will help. Sometimes you just can't see it. You can be so in it, especially if you sleep deprived, you've got a you know, lack of sleep and you can't think properly, then often you need somebody else's opinion in order to what to give. Or as I mentioned before, sometimes you need to give a more chronic remedy because it's maybe to do with their sort of predisposition and their constitution that we need to strengthen. And that might need more chronic treatment because here we're just dealing with things for home prescribing, things that you can do in the home. So again, try it out, tell about friends or family, anybody you know, if they're in children are teething, having issues with teething, then suggest the remedies. I mentioned them in my home prescriber book as well, but we have mentioned some more today. So I'll give you some extra. And as usual, the PowerPoint is here to download as a PDF for you to have. So learn them. But if you've been watching these videos and I say to everybody who's on YouTube to watch the videos as well, go back to the other videos and you'll see some of these remedies appear again and again and again. They have so many uses. This is why we call them polycrest remedies. They have many uses. They have acute uses, chronic uses. But what you'll find, they have these characteristic symptoms that runs all the way through the remedy. So what could be good for hay fever can be just as the remedy can be good for teething or it could be coughs and colds or it could be good for earache. So when you learn these remedies, it's like learning songs. And I say to Ori, learn them like a song. They've all got their song. They've all got their own melody. And that's what you're learning. You learn the melody of these remedies. So please do use them and go out there. And yeah, hopefully, you know, you'll, you'll have great success. And the more that you share this and people start using it and they see it working, then the more that they'll use it themselves. So just try it, just try it. So I hope you enjoyed that and thank you very much. All right, everybody, take care. Bye-bye. Hi, Marcus here. I just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cgehomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast.